Hi Cricklectuals and welcome to another free hit episode where we give you a quick and clean update on what's happening in the world of Pakistan cricket. Please remember to follow us on Twitter at Cricklectuals and send us your comments and questions via email at Cricklectuals at gmail.com. We got a lot on the agenda for today's free hit. We'll talk about Pakistan women's team playing a one-day series against West Indian women, the England Cricket Board chairman's visit to Pakistan. The T20 World Cup tournament progress so far. We're in the semi-final stages. It's exciting. And Pakistan's chances against Australia as well as some kind of bad news with regards to the health of Shoaib Malik and Mohammad Rizwan. So let's get into it. Starting with the West Indian Women's Tour of Pakistan. The first one-day international took place on Monday, November 8th at Karachi. The West Indian women set a total of 253, which the Pakistani women failed to reach and West Indian women were the winners. There are team. Pakistan women were without the services of the ace all-rounder Nida Dar, who had to leave the training camp due to the death of her father. May he rest in peace. Our condolences. She probably won't be returning to join the squad, but her absence definitely hurts Pakistan's chances in this series. We'll see how the team bounces back in the next game, which is tomorrow. In other news, England Cricket Board's Chief Tom Harrison came to Pakistan and met with his counterpart Ramiz Raja as well as the Pakistani Prime Minister Imran Khan. The headline there is that it was to basically repair the damage done from England's withdrawal from the bilateral series right before the World Cup. But this meeting has led to some positive outcomes. Uh, it's led to the scheduling of a multi-format schedule of games for the 2022 season. Uh, these games will take place between September and December in Pakistan. Meanwhile, Australia also confirmed their visit in 2022. So things are starting to look back up again for Pakistan. That's great. Hopefully both England and Australia will actually fulfill their commitments uh, this time around and we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, let's turn our attention to the T20 World Cup now. So much has happened since our last episode. First, New Zealand qualified for the semis after beating Afghanistan, which also sent Team India packing, ending their World Cup stint. And this gave us our four teams for the semifinals, which are England, New Zealand, Australia, and Pakistan. The first semifinal was played today uh, on Wednesday in Abu Dhabi. It was uh, England against New Zealand, and England lost after setting a total of 166, which was a bit of a surprise to us. Um, they were in such strong form, and New Zealand is a very smart cricket team, so... They definitely always had a chance, but the way England batting was going, it just really looked like they were the favorites. So uh, a, a surprise in a way, but well-deserved for Team New Zealand. Team New Zealand won by chasing the total down in 19 overs at the loss of only five wickets. So really well played by New Zealand, and they're now in the final. The other finalists will be decided in tomorrow's game between Australia and Pakistan. Tomorrow's semi-final game between Pakistan and Australia is being played in Dubai. So let's talk a little bit more about that game. Now, a full-strength Pakistan side would be our favorites going into this game, hands down, without hesitation. Pakistan should win the game given the depth of their batting the breadth of their bowling, the overall experience and dynamics of the team, and finally because of the momentum they're carrying. They've been coming off straight 
five wins. They are the only undefeated team in the entire tournament. So they got a lot going for them. Uh, the most reasonable prediction, therefore, has to go in the favor of the undefeated Pakistani team. Unfortunately, some things have changed. It's looking unlikely that Pakistan will go into tomorrow's game with its full strength because we heard today that Shoaib Malik, who scored a blistering 54 off 18 balls in the last game, and Rizwan, the highest run getter in this calendar year, have both caught the flu. They're reporting the symptoms are mild, but the pair did have a fever. I can't imagine them being included in the team given the post-pandemic, uber-cautious environment that they're in right now. I can't imagine them, you know, bringing these players in with the rest of the team and exposing them to even it, just a flu virus. Who knows? Uh, so that seems very risky. I doubt that they will be allowed to join the team. The management hasn't revealed much, but I imagine the two players are in isolation, even if it's not COVID-related. And there was a report saying that they don't have COVID. There was a test done, an initial test, and the test came back negative. So uh, that's good. But the bad news, again, is that they're not at you know, at their full potential, which is definitely a loss of Pakistan. And if they do sit out, then we'll probably see Safraz Ahmed as the wicket keeper and Hadarelli as the uh, batting replacement in the squad, uh, which are both really fine additions. We wanted to see Hadarelli uh, in all of the warm-up games as well. Uh, he was in great touch. And the only bad part about it is that it just messes up the team combination, the flow that they were in as a unit together. It was a working unit, and now we might get two new players that you know haven't been really part of the team in all of the winning games that they've had. So it could you know throw them off balance a little bit, but they're world-class players, Sir Frazem and Heather Ali. So if they do join, I don't have any doubt that they will do the best that we know them for. Australia, on the other hand, has two great batters right now and two great pacers right now. Well, at least two great pacers um, and one nice spin option. Finch and Warner are in really good form at the bat. And then we have uh, Hazelwood, Stark, and Zampa as the strong bowlers in their side that have been performing well. So it's a pretty lethal combination and the toughest bowling attack Pakistan's going to face in this entire tournament so far. So it really is the toughest challenge that Pakistan will be facing tomorrow and that also makes it very exciting. Uh, it will be a test of Pakistan's batting and temperament tomorrow. Uh, the good thing is that the fast bowling is more desirable in Dubai. So pace should actually make it a little bit easier for the Pakistani batsmen uh, to get in line of the ball. And, and the ball should come on the bat a little bit better, a little bit more easily and a little bit more predictably. Um, but I am nervous, guys, <laughs> I have to admit. Uh, but it should be a great game. So follow us on Twitter to see our play-by-play -play reactions and to chat with us at Crickelectuals. Good luck to Team Pakistan and come back for a full episode later this week. Thanks for listening. This is your host, Jay, signing out. Peace. Peace.